there's a new text feature that we have set up. So if you want to get in touch with me, include your either social media handle or email so I can get back to you. Enjoy the episode. Paul Rosenblum is a bookkeeper, not an accountant or a CPA. Although the information in this podcast comes from professionals, it's meant to give you enough knowledge about these subjects to have a meaningful dialogue with your tax preparer about bookkeeping and taxes. Welcome to a tax season episode. I recorded in January right after my last 1099 was filed. I hope your tax season is going well if you're a bookkeeper or a small business owner. I'm Paul Rosenblum. Today, let's talk about a specific situation that I have with one client. I have been putting together the books for a landscaping company for about 10 years, and we have an interesting arrangement in how we work together to create data and make a finished product for the accountant of their books. Here are the bullet points. There are two partners, one of whom does designing and the other does landscaping, maintenance, and the invoicing of the clients. The partner does batches of invoices at one time, not every day or every week, because of the work schedule involved. They use a Mac version of QuickBooks, so we can't use a file sharing system like QBox, which only works for Windows. At the beginning, I tried to log into the Mac remotely, and that didn't really work out because of the internet connection in the partner's home office. So we decided that periodically throughout the year, they would put their file on a Google Drive for me to download, open it up in my own Windows QuickBooks, and work on it and bring it up to date. The invoicing was done by the partner and the payments received by the partner. For bookkeeping, that mostly worked out. They would have a finished product in time to file 1099s and a finished set of books ready for tax filing way before the deadline that accountants need to file their partnership tax return. They actually had an accountant who had an old version of QuickBooks so that when I emailed the QuickBooks desktop file to their office, they couldn't open it. But I digress as usual. They did a partnership tax return from a balance sheet and a profit and loss statement exported to PDF or Excel files, which I am never happy with. And both partners took distributions every quarter based on their approximate profit or money in the bank each and every quarter. One partner slightly above 50%, the other partner a little under. 50%. Now that I set up the situation, this year, one of the partners wanted to understand why, after taking distributions throughout the year, they didn't have enough money in the bank account to split the net profit between them. The partner also wasn't sure what was taxable on a K-1 form and why the taxes seemed high to her. I wasn't 100% sure So I called the current accountant, who, by the way, does the tax return only after I send him 
the QuickBooks file and got a full explanation, something that I was always a bit weak on. But since I have the information now in my head, clearly, I wanted to share it with all of you. If you have a partnership, there are two general ways to book money that the partners pay themselves from the company's bank account. The first way is to use the equity section on the balance sheet and book the distributions as 2023 distributions or 2024 distributions and so on and transfer money from the business checking account to your personal account using the percentages of the partner's equity. So for an example, if you have $10,000 available to use as distributions and each partner is 50%, then each partner would have an equity distribution account and $5,000 would be transferred to each partner for that particular distribution. The other way of booking payments to partners would be if the partners are actually working in the business and not just owning the business and hiring others to manage it. If this is the case, you can use an expense account, which will be on the profit and loss report, not the balance sheet like the equity accounts that I talked about earlier. They would be called guaranteed payments, and each partner would have a sub-account to use underneath guaranteed payments for payments made to them individually. You can almost look at these accounts as a kind of a payroll for partners of a business, however, without payroll taxes being deducted. It's a straight transfer of funds from the business bank account to your personal account, similar to distributions. Now, let's get a better understanding of what this looks like in the real world. Distributions through equity are reported on a K-1 as part of that partner's personal tax returns, but they are not taxable. What is taxable is the profit of the business. The distributions are on the balance sheet, and the profit is in the profit and loss report, two different reports to look at. If the business ends up making $100,000 net profit, and each partner has 50% equity in the business, then the taxable portion of the K-1 form would be $50,000 for each of the partners. Here's the tricky part, so I'll speak a little slower here. If over the course of a year, each partner receives $65,000 in distributions on the balance sheet, and the total distribution payout was $130,000, and the profit of the business is $100,000, which translates to $50,000 a partner, this means that your distributions exceeded the profit in the business. It also means that there will be around $30,000 less in the bank account than the reflected $100,000 net profit that your books show. So it always confuses a business owner as to why the net profit isn't equal to the bank account balance. During the course of a year, income earned is supposed to be put into the bank account of the business. That's an easy one. However, not all money spent from the business bank account 
is reflected in the profit and loss report. Some examples of that are if you purchase a machine for your business and it has a life expectancy of more than one year, then that machine becomes a fixed asset of your business, which is on the balance sheet. If you purchase a machine for $3,000 and it's being depreciated at $1,000 a year for three years, then even though you spent $3,000 on that piece of machinery, only $1,000 is showing up in the current year within your profit and loss. So it skews the profit for that year because next year you will have another $1,000 depreciation expense without spending any money. And the third year, you will have the last $1,000 depreciation expense on the books. If you take distributions and you use the equity accounts on the balance sheet, the distributions will also not affect the profit and loss. So the business departs with $65,000 a year for each partner as used in this episode's example. The net profit doesn't change. It only reflects the amount of money that you have in the business account. However, if you use what we call guaranteed payments scenario, then since the guaranteed payment is an expense category on the P&L, each time you pay yourself and your partner, it will reflect in the profit and loss. So you will be able to see based on what you pay yourself and your partner every month or every quarter, what your profit is, including your guaranteed payments, because they show up on the profit and loss. If you overpay yourselves throughout the year, you will see it reflecting in your profit and loss after your bookkeeper finishes the year completely. In this case, guaranteed payments are taxable along with whatever the much smaller profit that your company will show at the end of the year. You are allowed to take a loan from your partnership LLC, and since you'd have to pay that loan back to the LLC, then it's not considered income for you personally. So that won't affect the K-1 in terms of taxable income. When you pay the LLC back, the bookkeeper will not book that transaction as income, but rather as a loan repayment using the same account on the balance sheet as you use for the outgoing loan. Talk to your accountant about that. I've actually never seen that happen in an LLC partnership, although I have seen it many times with an S-corporation partnership. The partner would take out a loan from the company and pay it back through their W-2 payroll as a non-taxable deduction. As I have said before, if you hire an accountant who you can talk to about this and do some tax planning at the beginning and the end of every year, then you can make things easier throughout the year. Paying your quarterly estimates and the tax filing time make it much less stressful on yourself. Okay, back to work for me. It is tax season. Stay tuned for more client stories and situations next time. And, by the way, check out our YouTube channel. 
at www.youtube.com slash at bookkeepermensch. See you next time. I'm Paul Rosenblum. <laughs>